and a challenge to the artists themselves to remain redemptively within the church. This book, a primer on biblical creativity, sought to drum into us the idea that we create out of a world view and that it is our responsibility to align that point of view with scripture before we continue on. He encouraged artists to take seriously the lordship of Christ in every aspect of their creative lives. He brought biblical clarity at a time when the movement badly needed it. He warned us that our creative struggle should and indeed would last a lifetime. My experience has shown that he was right. At a time when doors were being slammed in our faces, he sought to open them, or at least to hand us a key. He liberated an entire generation of artists, while at the same time placing us under the easy yoke of the authority of Scripture, everything under the Word of God. Perhaps you're thinking, all that was almost a generation ago. What place does Schaefer have today? Though it might be true to repeat the worn-out notion that this book can speak to a whole new generation, that does not really say enough. Today, over thirty years after it was written, many of us believe a new movement is coming. What we believe and hope and trust is that the timing of this new edition of Art and the Bible is in accordance with a new revolution of the Spirit that is soon to come. So, young artist, invest yourself in the truth of this little book. Open your eyes to the beauty that is unveiled through the Scriptures and the Gospel of Jesus Christ. And finally, come alive to the freedom that is uniquely yours to create to the glory of God. Think. Michael Card, singer, songwriter, and author of Scribbling in the Sand. Chapter 1. Art in the Bible What is the place of art in the Christian life? Is art, especially the fine arts of painting and music, simply a way to bring in worldliness through the back door? We know that poetry may be used to praise God in, say, the Psalms and maybe even in modern hymns, but what about sculpture or drama? Do these have any place in the Christian life? Shouldn't a Christian focus his gaze steadily on religious things alone and forget about art and culture? The Lordship of Christ As evangelical Christians, we have tended to relegate art to the very fringe of life. The rest of human life, we feel, is more important. Despite our constant talk about the Lordship of Christ, we've narrowed its scope to a very small area of reality. We've misunderstood the concept of the Lordship of Christ over the whole of man and the whole of the universe, and have not taken to us the riches that the Bible gives us for ourselves, for our lives, and for our culture. The Lordship of Christ over the whole of life means that there are no platonic areas in Christianity, no dichotomy or hierarchy between the body and the soul. God made the body as well as the soul, and redemption is for the whole man. Evangelicals have been legitimately criticized for often being so tremendously interested in seeing souls get saved and go to heaven that they've not cared much about the whole man. The Bible, however, makes four things very clear. One, God made the whole man. Two, in Christ the whole man is redeemed. Three, Christ is the Lord of the whole man now and the Lord of the whole Christian life. And four, in the future, as Christ comes back, 
the body will be raised from the dead, and the whole man will have a whole redemption. It is within this framework that we are to understand the place of art in the Christian life. Therefore, let us consider more fully what it means to be a whole man whose whole life is under the Lordship of Christ. The conception of the wholeness of man and the Lordship of man over creation comes early in Scripture. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 27, we read, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. And God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. From the very beginning, therefore, man and woman being...